have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I am Tanika, and today we are going to be discussing Selling the OC, our final episode. And we're going to be doing both 7 and 8 in this episode, so we have nothing to discuss on top of the episode. We're just going to jump right in to... Selling the OC, Season 2, Episode 7, Sex Lies and iPhone Footage. So, we see Brandy's meeting up with her sister. This cute-ass waiter can get it. But, anyway. So, so they're talking about Cabo. And she tells her sister, well, I snapped in Cabo. So again, we're talking about the hand situation. Sister says, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, we meet throwing down or some shit. Um, and I wrote here, you know, the one thing you failed to tell your sister was that you literally walked right up to fucking Hall to her face. You left that part out. And, of course, her sister is going to take her aside, despite everything. But, like, yeah, you know. Anyway, she does decide that, you know, she needs to focus on selling homes. Her sister also tells her this. And to stay out of the drama. So now Hall and Polly are meeting up. And Polly is telling Hall about Allie Harper. So we... She hasn't met Allie yet. And guess who walks in but Allie? So she's there. So all three of them are going to be having dinner. So Allie tells Paul and Polly and Hall that she met up with Jarvis. And we find out that Jarvis' real name is actually Rachel and not Alexandra. So, um, this was weird. So, apparently, they saw on her boarding pass that her name was actually Rachel, and everyone's like, who's Rachel? But again, we're only hearing it from Hall and Polly. I kind of also need to hear the truth from a guy, because nine times out of ten, they don't lie. (laughs) But, anyway, so Ali is trying to, I guess, bridge this gap between Polly and Jarvis because again we are hearing that they don't get along, blah blah blah. And and it's kind of right here. You know what, Ali, you just got here. Stay in your lane. And I mean the best possible way. Don't worry about the drama between these two women. Just worry about you 
and do what you think is best. Anyway, Halt does say in this moment, and I'm going to stress this because this kind of, we kind of see this coming back a little bit. She says, don't feel like you need to pick sides. Okay. Do what you need to do. Align yourself with who you think you need to align with. Basically making me think like, even if it's not Hall or Polly, that's fine. Just do what you need to do. Um, anyway, we're done with that. Now we're on to the next scene. Gino, Gino, you know, I blame reality gaze a little bit because I finally listened up to episode five. Because like I say, I never listened to any other recaps until I do my own. And Maddie kept calling him Gino. Now I am. Thanks. Anyway, Gio. Gio's parents are apparently going through a divorce. And that is why his home is being sold. So I guess he actually lives with his parents. I didn't know this, but anyway. Um, and then walks with mom. Her name is Lisa. I really have nothing more to say than I think she has had more work done. Doesn't her face look a little bit painful? I'm sorry. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, moving on. We see Austin and his wife. They're in Mexico. Um, Apparently, Austin has offered himself to work in the Cabo office without anyone talking to his wife first. The fuck? Maybe you should have run that by your wife first before you, you know, just do it. If, like, if my man did that to me, just made a decision without, like, something like that, like a life-changing decision like that, without running it by me first, I'd be like, the fuck? Like, even when he doesn't need to put things by me, really and truly, he can do what he thinks is best. He still does. And that's really and truly how it should be. I do the same thing. Even when I was deciding if I wanted to change the jobs at one point, which I never ended up doing it, but when I thought I need, I, I wanted to do that, I still ran that by him and thought, like, this means that this could be an impact on things and whatever. I still ran by those things with him, even if I felt like I really didn't have to. Still did. Like, you need to run things by your significant other. But anyway, that's all I have to say <laughs> on that. Anyway, then we see Jarvis, Kayla, and Allie are meeting up. I think they're at a house, I believe. I don't remember because I don't write it down. <laughs> then Jarvis says, you know, the hard part about being at this office is just getting along with people in the office. And Ali says, like, who? And Jarvis says, well, Polly and Hall. And then Ali says, well, you know, if this is how they talk about you, because she does say to them, I actually had dinner with them the night before, and they were kind of talking shit about you, Jarvis. Um, And she says, if this is how they talk about you to me, what are they going to say about me to other people? And I definitely hear what she's saying here. I think this is a philosophy that I think a lot of people go by. I know I have. And the thing is, is unless we didn't see all the footage, I didn't feel, well, the whole situation with mentioning the name was not necessarily needed to be said. I think that was stupid. But, you know, I didn't feel like there was a lot of shit being said. Am I wrong? <laughs> like, I didn't feel like they really talked the kind of shit that they would have said in front of somebody else. They have talked shit about these, especially Jarvis and Caleb, but they have talked shit 
they didn't go that hard in front of Allie. So I was a little confused as to what was going on here. I felt like maybe Allie was stirring the pot a little bit. This is why you're here. But you know what I mean? And um, she does also then say, like, you know, they mentioned that your name's and actually Alexandra. And Jarvis is like, the fuck? But anyway, but again, never addressed. I think it's true. Her name is Rachel. Maybe her name is Rachel Alexandra Jarvis, and she goes by Alex. Whatever her reasons are for that, it's not unheard of. People do that. But it's like, whatever her reasons are, even if it was because she was working closely with Rose and they thought, oh, we're the Alex's. So listen, you know, even if that is the case, who cares? <laughs> I will say that. Who gives a shit? We talk about the fact that there's multiple Alex's on this show. And now we're adding another one. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. But anyway. Jarvis basically says that Polly acts like a child. I don't disagree, especially with what we see later on. I don't disagree with her. I actually really liked Polly last season. She's annoying the fuck out of me this season. Anyway, Allie says they stressed about picking a side. Again, no, they didn't. This is when I said, oh, you're, sh- you're stirring. You're stirring the shit in that pot, aren't you? Because no one literally said to her, don't feel like you need to pick sides. That's what we saw. So there was something more that happened that we didn't see. Shame on you, editors. You should have showed it. But from what I could see, no one's stressed about picking sides. I'm confused. Anyway. So now we're back in the office. The next scene, Gus Gus is back. And so is Lauren. And I wrote down, she's the Davina of the OC office. (laughs) She literally is. She's like, we never see her. And then she just pops up and we're like, oh, there you are. Same thing with Davina. Because remember, if it's only something that every time I saw Davina, I'm like, oh, look, Davina's back. Which is very rare, just like Lauren. Let's continue. Um, Jason and Brad are also here. Brandy sold a house, so she rings a bell. Gio also sold a house with a boat, I think. Anyway, he rings a bell. And apparently now it's going to be Polly's birthday next week, and she is throwing a party. She says that she knows people have issues, but she would really like if everyone would be there. Jarvis says, I won't be there. And she is like, okay, why? She's like, listen, you call me a cunt. Sorry for using my word. I hate it. But anyway, it was said here. So... Yeah, she called me that, and um, so I will not be celebrating you. Why would I want to celebrate you? All of this is happening in front of their brothers, <laughs> okay? Um, oh, and then I also noticed that Sean was here as well. So anyway, so now we're talking about Allie potentially coming on, and of course Gio is just being an asshole per usual when it comes to Allie. And Jarvis does take up for her. So it's decided that um, Allie will be joining the O group. So now Val, Polly wants to talk to Jarvis. She says, just because you are extending an olive branch doesn't mean it's genuine. Polly says she acts like a different person or was acting like a different person in Cabo, which is why she felt like she could invite her. Jarvis says, just because I 
am acting professional, but yet can still have fun, um, doesn't mean anything. Apparently, according to Polly, that Jarvis acting two-faced. Okay. Jarvis gets up and walks away, but then Polly apparently still wants to have this conversation and, like, follows her to her desk to continue this argument. Now she says that she was dry humping another guy, so now we're talking about this dancing situation. And now Kayla says that she has a video of Polly making out with Tyler. All of a sudden, now there is a video. Now, there was a lot kind of going on here, but the person apparently who said that there was a video was Lauren, my girl. <laughs> Where the fuck you come from? And apparently Lauren showed this video to Brandy. Um, or no, better yet, sorry, let's, let's continue. Lauren told Polly about the video because Brandy told Lauren about the video and Kayla was the one who showed Brandy the video. So, yeah, there is a video, even though people want to act stupid about the video. Um, so then Tyler confronts Brandy about it, saying, listen, you told me there was a video. So now you're telling me there is no video. Like, what's, like, you're lying. And then Polly has to go low with Brandy and says, listen, I don't have any regrets, but the only regret that I do have is bringing you on to my listing. And this hurts Brandy to the core and says, fine, then split it, the commission 80-20, like I'm done. And Polly kind of tries to like backpedal a little bit and she's like, no, no, like, and he's like, no, I'm not doing this. And she, I thought that was low. That was a very low Polly. Polly didn't need to confront anybody. If Jarvis said I'm not going, then fucking shut your mouth and let her not go. All of this because of that. Polly's a shit stirrer. She really is. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Anyway. She ends up getting up and walking out. And we kind of see Tyler going after her, talking to her, saying, listen, don't lie about things. If you say you saw something, then just say you saw something. Don't back. Like, it was very confusing. But, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, that is the end of episode seven. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we will jump into episode eight. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop and you can use our unique coupon code REALITYT2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P.ca and use our unique coupon code REALITYT2. That's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A and the number two. And we're back and we're going to be doing episode eight, the final episode of Selling the OC, which is titled Closing the Deal. So we're with Hall and her family. I believe it was her mom, her sister. I think her grandma was there as well. And Tyler's going to be coming over. 
in about 15 minutes because he left his watch at her house. Hmm. All right. Um, so, you know, Tyler finally makes it there. He's only going to be in and out because he has a business meeting. Um, but her family is asking a lot of relationship type questions um, of him. And clearly, even grandma wants to get something from Tyler. Like, she's seems to really love him for her own purposes. <laughs> but even grandma here kind of says, listen, I think they'll have sex. But they're not going to go past that. Like, it probably would be like a friendship type situation. You know, friends with benefits. But not a relationship. So I guess we'll see. You know, I guess we'll see. But, um... Hall has admitted here that she has thought about having, I don't know, thought about it with Tyler. I'm going to assume the sex or relationship. I don't know. But she has definitely thought about it. I think at this point he's left because, again, he was kind of in and out. He didn't stay. Um, So this conversation is songs Tyler. So I think here, too, they're kind of talking about the whole situation with Brandy and Hall does admit that, you know, in hindsight, I don't think Brandy was actually going to hit me, but it is triggering. So she, I think kind of goes into detail without going into detail that I think she has dealt with some stuff, um, on that level. So I, I, yeah, I think there's something kind of there that made her feel that way. I think she's dealt with things before. I don't know if it's on with her, like with her ex or just other people. I don't know. But in that moment, she was just triggered, which made her respond the way that she did. And I think that's understandable. I think people are so quick to judge. Um, But when you have someone, again, I've never been in those types of situations, but even if she's coming at me like that, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Why are you getting closer to me? So, yeah. So now we are at Rose's listing um, that apparently both her and Jarvis door knocked for. Um, But Jarvis is not going to be a part of this listing despite that. Because then I guess ultimately Rose kind of got this one on her own. So um, it's going to be a demo, demolition before they do anything. So they're going to have a demo party. Um, so yeah, it's so a bunch of people are going to be there. I think pretty much the whole office was there for the most part. So let's uh, let's fuck some shit up, shall we? Maybe not just the house. So Jarvis is kind of a party pooper in this moment because she's like, oh, I don't want to like demo anything. And like, you know, you see people that like Hall's doing it. Um, you see some of the guys doing it. I'm not sure if Brandy did it, but yeah, like you see people getting in and getting dirty and doing it because this is like your own personal like. This is like a free, um, you know, one of those smash rooms where you could just smash the shit out of everything in this house for the most part. So why wouldn't you? I, that's just me. But anyways. Um, Rose and Jarvis end up talking. And she kind of says, like, listen, the reason that I've kind of taken a backseat here with this friendship is because you talk about Sergio. And I don't like that. Rose's comeback to this is, well, everyone talks about Sergio. That's besides the fucking point. You are supposed to be her friend here, okay? And you're talking shit about her fiance soon to be husband. You are on a different level than everybody else. If everybody else who isn't really her friend is talking shit about Sergio, but you as a, who was supposed to be a friend to her 
is talking shit about Sergio, well then why would she have you in her life like that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I am going to be careful with you because you're talking about somebody who is important in my life. Who, in the end of the day, like I've said in previous episodes, if you get to a certain point in that relationship where that person takes precedent over everybody else. So if you're going to talk shit about the person that I intend to spend the rest of my life with, then you're not going to be a part of my life, neither of our lives. So that's how it, it goes here. So Rose coming with this stupid comments of, well, everyone talks about Sergio, is so dismissive that I don't blame Jarvis for wanting her out of the picture here. So apparently, I think this is maybe a tad more personal for Rose, although still, I don't care how personal it is, but apparently both Sergio and Rose have a client in common, from what I'm understanding. And I think Rose feels a certain way about that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get why. But anyways, um, and then Jarvis says here, listen, let's make something very clear. I've heard things about you, like how you fuck your clients and developers, but I don't talk shit about you. I don't engage in those conversations, yet here you are engaging in conversations about my relationship. So Kayla comes in, of course she does, and says, listen, I heard things about her, um, from her about Sergio, who gives a shit at the end of the day, who gives a shit what Rose has said? It doesn't matter. That's besides the fucking point. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, you shouldn't have been hearing dick all about Sergio from Rose. That's the point Jarvis is trying to make. Um, it doesn't matter. Like I said. Anyway, apparently what Kayla has heard is not good. Jarvis says, stop slandering my fiance, which honestly, that's true. If you're going to talk about something that isn't true, that, you know, that is slander. And what I actually forgot about in this, in, in this, after listening to, um, reality gaze, I didn't remember Jarvis was a lawyer. Don't fuck with the lawyer when it comes to legalese here she knows her shit it's because she's not listen just because she is not a lawyer currently she is a real estate agent here just because that's what's happening um doesn't mean that you forget you're always you're always going to be the law is now a part of you as a person who works in a law firm works in the legal industry i'm not a lawyer but I'm a legal assistant who works for a lawyer. That that is in you. You are now law. You know what I mean? And she's right. It is slander. And she could sue. He could sue if he wanted to. Or, you know, do as you would start with assistant deceased before you start suing, but you can you can do that. You can't, if you're not going to listen to me, well, then maybe you'll listen to a threat of legal action. We'll see. I wonder if it'll go to that point. But anyway, she says, you know, we don't have to work with each other. We just have to be professional. That's it. We have to be cordial. Um, and of course, Polly has to put her two cents into the situation because she doesn't like Jarvis. Nothing Jarvis said was incorrect. Jarvis's behavior wasn't wrong. I think Rose is in the wrong. I think Kayla's in the wrong. I'm not saying that Sergio's a stand-up person. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. He could be this the the he could be like the worst. I don't know. I don't care. Because if she is saying you're talking shit about my fiance and we're supposed to be friends then 
you know, you can have your opinions, but keep it to yourself. If you want to talk shit, talk to somebody who isn't connected in 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 our world. But you're talking to people who are connected in, in our world. You're talking to people behind my back when you're supposed to be my friend. I no wonder. And then add to the fact that she doesn't like the fact that Rose is fucking her clients and developers and developers. So I mean, I believe it. I believe Rose is fucking her clients and her developers. Sorry. Not sorry. That's what I believe. And you know, you you can't attack somebody when your house isn't clean. Yeah, no, you just can't stop it. Anyway, that's kind of it with that. So now, Allie, she's here with us. And she is going to be at Polly's party. Of course, she's with Kayla and Jarvis, and they are not going to be there. And not much really is said between Kayla and whoever else, but... We see Kayla leave and my girl can't even walk because she looks absolutely fucking ridiculous. That's just me. Anyway. So we do find out here, like I said, we were going to get some more information here about Jarvis and stuff um, and her past relationships. Allie does bring up to Jarvis some of the things that were told to her by Polly Hall and um the one of those things was her being married slash engaged multitude of times. Jarvis clears the air here and she says, Listen, I have been married three times, which means I have only been engaged three times. This is number four. And Jarvis is now starting to question whether or not she should be staying at the brokerage because, like, this is toxic behavior. And I agree with her. I, I'm actually really liking Jarvis this season. I wasn't too sure. I think the more she splits away from Rose, the more I can see her as a better person, honestly. I think she's one of the more mature people in the group. I, I really do. Um. But Allie doesn't like the fact that she's just heard that she may not stay at the brokerage. And she's like, no, you got to stay because I'm, I'm here. I'm joining. I want you here. Um, so anyway, we see Brandy and Hall. They're meeting up at Brandy's listing. And Brandy does apologize for how she acted. She says, it is hard to have conversations with you, which is maybe why she reacted the way she did. And Hull also apologizes um, for her part. Um, she says, like, every time I say something, um, whether it's about you or not, you had something to say. So I think what she's trying to say here is like, listen, the number one, and I agree with Hall here, conversation didn't, wasn't directed at you. The conversation didn't even have to happen at all if Kayla didn't open her big mouth. So because Kayla opened her big mouth, Hall said what she had to say. And then here comes Brandy putting her two cents in when she shouldn't have. That's what Hall is trying to say. And I get it. I understand if Brandy was triggered by something, but there is a time and a place to have a conversation about that. And maybe in that moment wasn't it. And that is what Hall is trying to say. That's what I'm interpreting what she's trying to say. Like, not so much the fact that if you had something to say, you, say it, you could have said it at a different time, but the, just the fact of the conversation didn't involve you, yet you inserted yourself into the conversation. And it didn't have to be that way. Um, she says that Brandy says that I feel like my opinion, um, isn't valued, which she has said before. And I didn't want to get 
involved in this, but as Hall says in this moment, she's like, but you did get involved. And that's exactly it. You can't, you can't one minute say, I put my hands up in the air. I don't want to get involved in the situation. I'm done. I said my piece. I'm not going to get involved anymore. When you see an opportunity and you get involved, that is contradicting yourself. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, I agreed with her here. Like, don't get involved then if you don't want to get involved. Brandy does say that, you know, I think I am dealing with a lot. Like, her mom passed and everything. So, I think she is really dealing with that. And she says that I think that is what is going on here. Hall says, if I am triggering you then, like, then say, like, we can't be friends. If there's something I'm doing to you, then just tell me and we can distance here. Um, and Brandy says, if we are friends, I would feel my opinion is not going to be heard. So Hall says, okay, then let this sit as it is. We're not going to continue a friendship here, at least for now. Um, so that maybe in the future we can come back to this. And she leaves. And she's very hurt because she did value her friendship with, with Brandy um, very highly. So she is definitely hurt by this. And I'm sure Brandy is hurt by this as well. So, yeah, no, I I get that. And I do have actually a little piece of, of hot goss here that I'll do at the end pertaining to Brandy and Hall. Um, so I'll fit that in at the end just to kind of say a status update as to where their friendship is now. Um, but anyway, it's Polly's birthday party. Um, she's going to be 37. And she, yeah, <laughs> she could act a little closer to her age, I think. Anyway, we see Tyler coming in and he looks yummy as, as, as always. Um, and I actually wrote here because he's wearing kind of um, like a, you know, Speedo in a sense, kind of. Not really, I'm trying to remember exactly what he was wearing. It wasn't really like a Speedo, but, you know, it was fitted tightly to his body. And I said, he's got a lot going on. If you catch my drift. Anyway, um, so. Gio is at the party now, and he announces at the party that his wife is pregnant. Congratulations. Finally worked for him. All of that exhausting sex trying and all that. It's finally, finally happened. So, Ali's here, and I wrote, like, what is Gio's problem with her? He's such an asshole to her, honestly. Um, it's getting to me. But um, Allie does announce that she was officially offered a position at the O Group. So she will be joining us. We will see her next season, I'm sure. Allie says that Jarvis will be mentoring her. Ooh. So, of course, both Polly and Tyler have something to say here. And they say that, you know, Jarvis isn't what she appears. But I also wonder here if you really know who Jarvis is. Because I didn't like Jarvis last season. And I'm seeing these cracks of humanity in Jarvis. And I'm like, was I sold a, like, is she just not who I thought she was? So I think that's a lot. Like you, I think you truly do not know who a person is. And I did see Jarvis really opening up with Ali in a way that I haven't seen before. So I do wonder if we just don't know who she is. Hall is the only one saying to her though that like, what do you think? And she's actually asking Ali instead of putting her two cents in and saying, how do you feel? How do you, what do you think about, you know, all of this? And 
I can't really remember what Allie says here, but at the end of the day, she's made her decision and that is Jarvis is going to be mentoring her and she feels excited about that. So Allie's gone now. She says goodbye. She's leaving. And Gio, like the asshole he is, just has to get one little, one little dig in, one more dig. And he says, listen, be all in or all out. We don't need an inexperienced agent in the office. You're not going to be training her or helping her. So what the fuck is it to you? Whatever she's doing is no skin off your fucking back. It really isn't. You just sold over a billion dollars, over the fuck it is, over a million dollars, whatever the hell, over over a hundred million dollars, and you just had a party for it. So what's it to you what she does? Mind your business. If she wants to be there, cool. If Jason and Bart want her there, cool. If Jarvis is willing to train her, and maybe even Polly is willing to train her, or Hall or whoever is willing to train her, what the fuck's it to you? Do I understand the whole thing about maybe she needs to be living in in Orange County? Yes, I do understand that. I, I, but again, if she is going to live mostly here like during the week and goes back to Tennessee on weekends, or if she decides, okay, I'll stay here in Orange County for a couple weeks, go to Tennessee for a week or whatever the hell I do that. Whatever she decides to do, it impacts her. It doesn't impact you. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand him. I don't understand him. I really don't. I don't understand why he has such a, why he has such a visceral reaction to her being, um, in the brokerage. It's interesting. But anyway. Um, he then says to Polly, she's not all in because Polly kind of is defending her here. Um, so Ali says, but I am here. She holds her own here and she's like, listen, let's make a bet. Okay. And the bet basically is, is that she has to sell her first house in the first two months after getting her license because she doesn't have her license yet. Um, and then Gio, if she does, if she's able to sell the house in the first two months after her license, Gio basically has to have a little bit of a taste of her life and walk down the Oak Group aisle in a bikini. So he said, deal. Girl, you better sell this house in the first two months after getting your license. Because I would actually like to say that. He actually doesn't have a bad I hate Gio. But he actually doesn't have a bad body. And I think he needs to be humbled a little bit. So, anyway, she then says, bless your heart. And he clearly has no clue because it's like, it's actually kind of nice of her. No, that was an insult. That was an insult. Okay, let's continue. Um, so, everyone now, except for Hall and Tyler are in this kind of like disco and they're dancing, having fun. So Hall and Tyler now, they're alone in the pool. And then he says, can I tell you how I feel? And she says, sure. And he says um, that her friendship has been an importance for, for him throughout the divorce that he's going through. He then says that I find myself thinking about you. Oh. <laughs> he then says, maybe there has always been something there between us. And I said, uh-huh. Yeah. He then says, I would be lying. If I said we aren't more than friends, you know, sorry, I think I said that wrong. I would be lying if I said we like, I basically was trying to say I'd be lying if I said we were just friends. That's what he's trying to say. So he's, he, so he says that she felt, feels that 
um, if she tells him, you know, how she feels. Like she says, like, I don't want something just casual, right? And it could go into something like that because they are friends and they could take things a little slower or not so slow. So, you know, and he says that I want to take you out to dinner. Simple. I want to take you out to dinner. And I said, I'm leaning in. And she says, um, why haven't you said this before? Like, why are you just now saying this? He says, I am now. I'm telling you now. And he tells her, you have shown me like you can be a nightmare, but I genuinely like you. And she tells him, we are opening Pandora's box right now. And I leaned in even more. And then he leaned in. And they kiss. And that is the end of season two. Whoa. So I don't know if you guys remember. Um, and one of the hot goss that I read probably a few weeks back before the show came back that, um, he was like, oh no, we're just friends. Like there's nothing going on there. Her friendship has been so important to me. Um, you missed a pretty vital part of that, sir. You really have, which was the kiss. So, but yeah, you'll see what happens whenever the season comes, when new season comes back. But that is the end of episode eight. And that is the end of the season. So as promised, um, just a quick little update on Brandy and Hall's relationship, their friendship after the conversation that they had, which is Brandy actually had an interview with People Magazine and she gave an update on her friendship with Hall. And she basically said that they don't speak. And she says, and I quote, our friendship is, we don't have one, but I know for some of those moments, it was difficult speaking with her. Um, Brandy kind of went on to explain her side of the, of the argument. And she says like in Cabo, I felt like Kayla was really being spoken down to, which I mean, in a sense she was, but she kind of deserved it under the circumstances. Um, but she says, um, it was almost innate for me to step in. I did not even realize when I was doing it because it was just so natural for me just to protect Kayla in that moment. Why does Kayla need protection? She clearly doesn't need protection because she literally inserts her bullshit into everything. Come on. Um, but she does also kind of go on to say that, you know, she could have handled some of the dialogue with care. Um, but in the end of the day, she doesn't regret her actions. She goes on to say that my mom raised me to be who I am. And that's something I will never regret. Speaking up on behalf of a friend, I feel is being spoken down to or treated less than. So, but that's the quick update on their friendship. So it doesn't look like there's going to be a friendship in the future. I don't know, because they're not even talking to each other. There's no dialect between each other in that moment, but I wish them all the best. So that is it for our final episode of Selling the OC. Next, Netflix binge will be Love is Blind. So I'm trying to work up some kinks here because um, I'm not sure how much Ava's going to be able to join Love is Blind, and I really would love to have some back and forth with somebody at some point in the season. So I am working on something, no guarantee. You'll know when I know. Um, but until then, we're done with selling the OC. So if you like what you heard, please share reality tea times two with everyone in your life. Please spread the word. We would love to be able to grow this 
podcast by just spreading it around to everybody. Also, you can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That also helps with the growth. Again, you can get this podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to either Facebook, Instagram, or threads at reality tea times two. You can also email us at reality tea times two at hotmail.com. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to reality tea times two. I have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. The link for that podcast will be in the show notes along with everything else will be um, at the show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from chat, doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Ludo, you can create clips, you can do your ads, just like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by clicks of buttons. You can also use Ludo to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Ludo by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.